Hello, my spontaneous people. This is Johnny Boy here, and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture for music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff. And today, happy Saturday, everybody. And uh, there are some stuff that I really want to talk about. And uh, as you can tell by the title, Superman and Lois season one finale. I cannot stress how much I've loved this show, and I really want to give my overall thoughts. Like, you know, some things that I really love, some things that I didn't love. Of course, yes, there are some things that I don't love about the show, but overall, I really like it, and hopefully, you stay tuned for that. Also, um, I'll be talking about some of the trailers uh, that um, came up and what. Some shows have been released, not released, um, some new episodes. It's going to be like a, not really a, it's not going to be a long episode, but, and there is some real talk that I really want to discuss with y'all. So stay tuned for that. But before I get started, if you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for listening today. This podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and wherever you can get your podcast. So without further ado, let's start with the rundown. So... I really want to talk about Stargirl. Now, a lot of people express their nervousness regarding um, the the for Stargirl and getting the CW treatment. Um, I didn't really feel that in this episode, um, although I can see why people would be skeptical. Um, however, I enjoyed this episode. I really did. I think the introduction to, um, Green Lantern's daughter, um, and I think this is a way to, um, to show how, how a lot of people are upset because they, I feel like, uh, current DC fans are not aware of Alan Scott. A lot of people don't do not know who Alan Scott is, and I knew Alan Scott long time ago, but I didn't really read the comics. But I am aware of like you know his presence. He is not, he is not Hal Jordan. He is not part of the Green Lantern Corps. Like so, the thing is, is that this Green Lantern, he is the OG. He is the first Green Lantern that like showed up wearing. <laughs> a bright red suit and a cape uh and not many people know about it they they just associate hal jordan or ryan reynolds but that's that's what the green lantern is he's not it's not an alien thing it's all like more like magic that sort of thing and for his daughter to discover these powers i think it's i think it's very fascinating um and to see, like, I, I like how this is, like, our first introduction of a Green Lantern in the TV universe. And, it, and some people are going to be like, oh, it's not accurate, or they're not being faithful to the comics or whatnot. Here's the thing. When it comes to being faithful to the comics, I feel like it's important to pay tribute to the comics, pay tribute to the source material, and I think they did that brilliantly, regarding, like, you know, mentioning of the Justice Society of America, and introducing these characters, introducing these characters, like, such as Alan Scott, yes, we haven't seen him, but this is, like, like, the rarest times we're ever going to hear, um, 
uh, a name drop like that and to see a legacy as well. So I I think that Stargirl is doing a good job of paying tribute, but but it doesn't have to be super faithful to the comics. That's not I, I feel like if you know if you read comics or if you read manga like sometimes it is interest like it is good that like some animation or like anime or 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 any TV show that tries to be like you know like super faithful but at the same time it's like it's kind of expected and and the thing is is that I'm not saying that Titans was okay um I'm going off on a, on a little tangent here uh, for Titans when they introduced Red Hood. We already know who it is. I, for the majority, everybody know who that is, and that, that that's why the like sometimes the wonder of like, oh, who's the Red Hood? It's Jason. We know it's Jason. There can't be any like, there can't be like any like big tw- like plot twist, and that's what makes the MCU so successful. Is like they have their take. It doesn't have to be super super faithful to the comics, but you know somehow they succeeded and and i think of going back to star girl i think this is a good introduction of what the possibilities could be for um for green lantern now are are some of the dialogue cheesy in star girl yeah yeah uh, of you know I, it's not i'm not surprised but it does feel a lot more it still has I, I still have the vibe from the first from the first season so far so far so I I don't hate it I don't hate it I actually enjoy myself I think that's a, I think that's a the best criteria that you can give for any film or TV show did you enjoy it yes or no and I enjoyed it so um, it, it doesn't matter what like you know what the quality is as long as, long as I enjoyed it then yeah but. Some people would disagree with me on that one. All right, now let's move on to what if. Now this is like if T'Challa was Star Lord. Now I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna dive in too much about this show. I'll, I'll briefly talk about it because a lot of people are watching it because it's Marvel. Um, I like this episode. It really is a different take on, on. Uh, Captain, the Captain Carter story. Um, what I like about it is, like, first of all, um, props to like you know the tribute uh, to Ch- Chadwick Boseman uh, at the end. I, I really like that. Um, uh, and it's, I'm not saying it makes sense, but but I, I feel like um, I wouldn't be surprised really. Like it. Some of the stories that they're that they are coming with, uh, coming up with, like it is very interesting to see, um, and also like the image of like what could Star Lord be, and the fact that Star Lord is basically a well known, uh, well known guy instead of just like a like you know some guy who you know stole sh- like steal shit. Um, it's very it's a very interesting take. And what I love about, and also, <laughs> it's such a nice change of pace to see not only uh, Nebula, but also Thanos 
as well. Seeing Thanos as a good guy, <laughs> that is that is actually brilliant for me because I, I don't know. I don't know. I just like that. You see these people better off, essentially, and T'Challa as well. Like, he's better off. N- like, not really better off in, in terms of separated from his family, but... But somehow there was a nice ending. There was a nice ending to that. And I really like where the story went. And I like how it concluded as well. So uh, that's all all the thoughts I could give for what if. It's it's not like it's not like a, a show where it's going to be like, oh, what's going to happen next? Or like, or what's going to happen with the MCU? Because they're like, you know, they're just stories. And I enjoy those stories. So there's not much else like <laughs> I could spread my excitement. This is different from Bad Batch. I feel like Bad Batch is like I feel like they are figuring out what they wanted to do with the show. Unless, unless, unless like there is something that they have planned. If this is the plan that they're doing, and then if there's a build up to season two, then you know, well then we'll see. Um. But there, like, for the What If series, of course it's going to be episodic, you know? So, I don't see anything wrong with it. Alright, Titans. Titans, uh, episode 4, season 3. Um, I really don't know how I feel about this, really. Um, I didn't hate the episode, I just feel like... The only problem that I had was for Hank's death. I feel like people are the way they dealt it, uh, dealt with it. It was not what I expected. I thought there's gonna be like some sort of. I I really thought Don would be devastated. Like, you know, devastated. Yes, she acknowledged that. Like, like oh, I killed Hank. Or, like, I'm the one who pulled the trigger. I... That is something... That is traumatic. And I bet she's, like, keeping it inside or whatever. But, like, I did not get the feeling of... We did not see... I, I feel like it was a missed opportunity. I thought, I thought it was a missed opportunity to explore the emotions Dawn would feel now that not only she lost the, you know, she lost someone she loved, but also she, like, that is something that she, ha- she has, she regrets for the rest of her life, and we don't get to see that grieving process. It's the same thing with Donna Troy. That's another thing. We have not seen any sort of grief. Like, you know, any time for grief. It's all about, like, I don't have time to grieve. We we gotta, like, do some badass shit. Like, but that that's just my nitpick. That's just my nitpick. And also, the Blackfire story, I really don't know where we're, where we're going with this, really. Um... I, I really I really have no other words really I I thought this was one of their weakest episodes however um, it doesn't change the fact that I still want to watch it I still think that there's gonna be a lot more redeeming 
I do hope there are more redeeming qualities. The first few episodes were great. This one, like, every season, every season is going to have that episode where it's just like, eh, eh, I don't know. But the exploration of uh, Raven, Starfire's, like, sleepwalking shit (laughs) is supposed to be, you know, tied with the connection to Blackfire, like, I think that's, I think that's pretty interesting, but at the same time, I do wonder what they're, we're gonna, they're gonna do for Blackfire, because, I don't know, I, all I can think of was, I remembered in Teen Titans, it was Blackfire who's the popular girl, and then Starfire is just, like, the one that's trying to, like, like, trying to persuade her friends or something like that, but, and I like I like the the uh, the reversal that in Teen Titans Starfire wasn't the most you know talented person it was uh, it was Blackfire um, or at least she's trying to show off and then Blackfire in in Titans it's more of like I'm not the protege like you know everybody loves you like you know that sort of the thing um, so we'll see we'll see all right now. Uh, going to the end of these uh of the rundown star wars visions oh my god i am excited for this show i i've talked about how much i love anime this is really something i'm looking forward to now i am definitely gonna watch just the subbed version because um no offense to those who are you know, doing the dubbed, and I heard there are, like, A-list celebrities doing these voices, so, I, I don't doubt their, um, I don't doubt their, um, their hard work for that, I just think that because I'm such a anime purist, that I prefer, um, the subbed over dubs, however, however, if, if, if I find something that I, if I have the time, maybe I'll watch the dub version, like, you know, and, and, and compare the two, but I feel like the fact that they are doing Japanese animation, it's, I feel like it's only right for me to watch it, um, subbed, and it sounds great subbed, I mean, like, like, sounds great with the Japanese language, and it visually, it visually, it's stunning, and some people are going to be like, oh, this is just like a big jump away from Star Wars. I don't think so. I think it's just another take of it. It reminds me of Cowboy Bebop. It reminded me definitely of Cowboy Bebop. And um, <laughs> there are some elements of Cowboy Bebop in Star Wars. So I cannot see why this couldn't happen. It's It looks stunning. It looks stunning, and I'm really excited to. So go check out the trailer. Uh, watch both trailers. Uh, watch the original and then the English dub version. Like they are both amazing trailers. Um, if if you're an anime fan and you, if you love Star Wars, this is something that you really should check out. All right, now moving on to the main topic of the day: Superman and Lois season one finale. What a what a ride this was really. Um I had almost no expectations of this show. When I saw the trailer, 
like, or at least, like, the teaser trailer of, of this show, I didn't feel impressed, or at least, like, uh, uh, maybe I'll give it a shot, and then the first, the first pilot episode, I was like, wow, this looks, this looks amazing, it's like I'm watching a movie, um, it's, it is such a drastic change from the other CW shows, um, I've talked about how, what I love about it is, like, the cinematography, it's non-campy dialogue, like, it felt real, it felt real, um, like, the chemistry felt real, the love, like, between, uh, not only Superman and Lois, but also, like, the brothers as well, it's, everything felt real, and yet, like, I'm still on the edge of my seat, it went from, I don't know how I'm going to deal with my powers to, to basically saving the, like, world from, like, like, a Kryptonian invasion, like, that's the thing, if you told me there's going to be a Kryptonian invasion in Superman and Lois, I was like, get the fuck out of here, like, you know, it's called Superman and Lois, like, like, what am I supposed to expect, people think it was just like, ah, Superman has a dad, and Lois Lane, and, some people are not interested in that, some people are not, like, they're not gonna be interested in, like, family aspect, and, like, angst, uh, angsty teens, or that sort of a thing, but it's more than that, it's all about relationship, it's all about acceptance, it's all about standing up for what's right, it's, it's, it's all those things, and the fight choreography, man, the fight choreography, what a, oh, man, that just gets me, like, on the edge of my seat, because I don't know what's going to happen, um, I think for the season finale, what I like about it is, um, I, I am surprised, though, I am surprised that they solved the Jordan problem pretty quickly by the, like, the first half, um, but I'm, it still shocked me how, like, Jordan, um, possessed by Zeta, Zeta Rao, um, that was scary, that was pretty scary for me, and then, uh, and then, there was a lot of emotions when I was watching it regarding Lois Lane putting on the Kryptonian headgear to get into Jordan's mind and then telling him to find your strength. You like that's that's another thing what people tend to forget. People who survive on like social anxiety, depression, like and yet they are still alive, they are fighters. People but then again, like even for those who who are dealing who are dealing with with um with that they don't consider themselves fighters they think of themselves as weak they think of them as uh, think of themselves as like not not important but the thing is is that um and i don't and i don't blame them what's for uh, whatsoever it's like whenever i have friends who dealt with you know that sort of thing they think they are weak because they are dealing with it of social anxiety, depression, all that stuff, and, and it's not something to congratulate about, but it's something to be acknowledged, 
and the acknowledgement is people who deal with that every single day and they are still alive they are fighters they they are trying to find ways to keep moving and that's what makes it very emotional for me who who has who uh last year was hard last year was hard to the point I, i thought of thought of like you know killing myself um but i found the strength to move forward and that is like trying to figure out like what's important and i know there are days that are are not going to be perfect for me and i feel like we're going to the real talk but just to wrap it up i think that moment with jordan saying that like i'm not strong enough and but like lois was like you are and you are a fighter that really really touched me and i feel like the i feel like the it felt concluded everybody's story is concluded um like john henry irons like you know his story is closed lois and like you know with uh, the girl um um chrissy from the gazette like that was um, that story was wrapped up. Jordan and Sarah, that was wrapped up. Uh, Jonathan meeting up with, uh, I, I, I forgot, I forgot, um, her, uh, the girl, the girl who, who likes Jonathan. I, I, I don't know. That's wrapped up. Um, Sam, who's stepping down from the D, uh, the DOD, um, he's stepping down as well so it's like everybody's story is concluded um i wish i wish that that they did not end it on the that that cliffhanger at the end but also i'm excited for it as well Uh, so the cliffhanger the cliffhanger is uh john henry iron's daughter came back um i don't know how but it was it was a nice moment it was a nice moment and then she saw lois and they're like mom and i'm like oh here we go again <laughs> that sort of a thing it's it's very it's it's going to be very interesting to see but uh, what i like about this it's like a lot of good wrap ups and then oh Kyle Kyle got his job back um the uh and Lana Lana Lang she said like I'm happy to stay um so yeah I think everybody's story in this show just wraps up and there's a lot of character development so I I really appreciate this show now do I have some nitpicks I do and I think is I felt like it was very. I, I felt like it was prolonged. I feel like they should have ended on maybe eight episodes to ten, because because at the same time when Morgan Edge, like you know, he he's not the eradicator eradicator anymore, but now you now you have um, Leslie Lar captured. I don't even know what happened to Morgan Edge, but probably captured as well. So, so I feel like, but I, what I like about it is like there is a possibility that they could come back um, and you know wreak havoc once more. But there are times where I'm like, okay, so you got them out, and then they're coming back in, they're going back out, and then like this whole story, like 
I feel like near the end, that's where it gets like, oh, how we're gonna, like, you know, what more can we deal with? So I thought, I thought the season finale could have been, could have been um, when Superman got taken over. Because at the end of the day, at least it's, you know, now Superman. Now Superman, you know, having to uh, overcome his struggles. So that would have been a, a good season finale. And then they move it to season two. But still, um, overall, I really love this show so much. I really did. And I hope that, no offense to the CW, but... I hope that the Superman and Lois moves out of the CW to HBO Max. Therefore, they could have more stories to tell, and or either more stories to tell or having that budget of like when you have a good budget and you have a good you have good writers. I feel like that could have been successful. Or if the CW just like you know doesn't want to interfere with the storytelling whatsoever just let the writers be the do their thing and let like you know let the workers do their own thing and have their vision of a show so that's all i wanted for superman and lois season two so i am very excited to see that all right now now that's out of the way um i really want to get into some real talk so for the past couple of weeks I really thought of what can I do for myself now that I've find out what I wanted to do, which is to become a professor in the meantime, what can I do for myself? And I was debating whether I should get a gym membership and, and at first I was like, it's going to cost like, you know, it's going to be pricey. I don't know if I could afford it. But I did. I, you know, I got a gym membership and I had a goal in mind. I really wanted to do the One Punch Man challenge. Um, But I just know that I cannot succeed, for example, the, the 10K run. The 10K run is almost impossible for me. Um, but what I can do is at least run a mile. So I decided I'm going to run, um, I'm going to do the one punch man, but, but with the, but it's basically a twist. So the one punch man challenge. Okay. So if anyone who's not aware, the one punch man challenge is, is basically a hundred pushups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and a 10 K run according to the anime. However, uh, however, some people might think that, like, you know, that is impossible, especially the run, um, I do not run six miles an hour, um, all right, like, uh, six miles an hour, or, or run six miles in general, I just don't think my, you know, my legs could handle it, but I know that I could run a mile, I know I could run a mile, and if I could do that every single day, at least I could, um, target that, you know, target that muscle so what i've noticed is it i feel like it doesn't really matter if it's push-ups or not or if it's sit-ups or not what i see is is it's 100 
reps of your chest, working on your chest, 100 set, um, 100 sets, 100 reps of your core, which is the sit-ups, but sometimes sit-ups is not effective, so I, I, I just do leg raises instead, and, and 100 squats, I feel like that's just an extra, um, workout, I mean, it's good to work on your glutes and whatnot, but if there's, like, a target, target, um, muscle that you wanted to work out, which, for me, it's my shoulders, I really want to work on my shoulders, and then, um, cardio, the cardio is the run, and I just did a one, uh, one mile run, and that's what I've done for myself, um, and so far, I've been doing it every single day, and this is, um, day f- six, I believe, this is day six, and I just, I am just excited to keep going, because I feel like after doing these workouts, I thought I was going to be tired, but no, um, I found a way to make it more exciting, and, um, I found a way to keep going, and, even though it is not exactly the One Punch Man challenge, um, like, but the the concept of like you know doing something for your chest like a hundred, a uh, hundred reps and then a hundred sit ups. The reason why I wanted to do that is because I wanted to see what my body can do, and and because I love superheroes, um, I kind of want to mimic that. <laughs> um, so. But why am I talking about this? The thing that I, I, I'm going to share with you is I have, as I talk to my therapist, I, I believe that I have a hero complex or a savior complex. And there are, there are negative um, connotations to that, which could lead to like setting up disasters um, so that you can be the hero. Um, that is not healthy. Um, there are others where you just wanted to be there for everyone, but you are not taking care of yourself. That's like, you know, another thing, but what I've, what I wanted to do for myself is what I could take the bad parts of myself, which is my hero complex, and then turning into something good or like, you know, use it uh, wisely. For example, me working out, um, for one it is something that I, I know that it could benefit me, but also I feel like I can be of a service to everyone else um, if someone is in trouble. So, But at the same time, I'm not going to solely just think about saving people or that sort of thing. I could take my hero complex and like, be of a service to others, like, you know, in their time of need, for example, and it doesn't have to be about, you know, fighting crime, that sort of thing, but, um, just someone in need, like, uh, like, someone at work, um, just simply trying to help out, and you don't have to do, like, a big sacrifice, but you do it because you love help, helping people, so I feel like, for me having a hero complex, I wanted to do something for myself that I could feel good about myself, and that I can feel good about myself, and then, in return, in return, I can serve others in a, in a wise and healthy way, that's why I, I, I do what I do, or that's why I, um, 
That's why I'm continuing to work hard. And that's another thing for me having a hero complex. Why do I, why do I want to become a professor? Is because I know I have the skills. I want to do this for myself. I want to see myself reach to new heights. Some people say like, oh, you're just wasting your time. But at the same time, I want to see how I go. Now it's not about making money. It's about me reaching to... um reaching up because i know i can do it i know i can it just takes a little bit of um not really sacrifice but like um it just takes hard work and after that after you know finally if i finally become a professor now i can serve others as well so it's all about building that strength for yourself feeling good about yourself and then you could spread uh, spread that good to other people that's where I think that like having a hero complex, uh, for me, um, there are ne- negative connotations, but I know that I could change it around so that I could, um, I could change it around and be, uh, and make a difference. So yeah, that's why I do what I do. All right, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, click follow whatever podcast services you are listening to this to. Share this podcast to anyone you know. It really means a lot. It really helps a lot. And until next time, so long, farewell, take care, bye-bye.